to a single. <laughs> one single. <laughs> You've listened to one? No, I've listened to more than okay. one. Okay. I, I listen to it when I'm driving, usually. Are you are you recording? Yeah. Oh, cool. I shouldn't have asked because that would have been a good time to say, welcome to the Something Random Podcast, where sometimes <laughs> we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I am your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. Oh, hi, Charles. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm your co-host, Michael C. Macbeth. It's Joel, back at it again, with the white kids. So white like, vans. What? What is it? Wait, I don't know. Okay, What's the sorry. reference? I don't know. Oh, the damn Daniel. You don't know that? Oh no. yeah. Oh damn, damn Daniel. Daniel. Okay. Uh, that's a, that's a that's last year's memes. We're in 2017. Gosh, We're almost in 2018 now, I'm reflecting on uh, the past past year. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that time to do so. Michael, are you going to be doing a Tommy Wiseau impression the entire show? I don't know. It just <laughs> it would work so much better if it was video because then we could mismatch my mouth with what I was saying. <laughs> Oh. You're tearing me apart, Charles. Guys, it's been it's been a, <laughs> a few different weeks since we recorded with each other. It has I been. mean, Michael and I recorded last week, but you know, it was it wasn't it wasn't a real episode. It was a it was uh uh what do you call it a, a havesy uh not an episode. Fopisode. Fopisode. <laughs> just, just like fo-pisode. I like that. Oh, fopisode. Yeah. Just like it. in uh, or an epiphode. An epiphode. <laughs> See, whenever, whenever that anyone sounds like a speech impediment. Yeah. Whenever anyone does like really, really bad looking photo editing, um, where they like crop out a square and and put it in, you know, right. Um, I call that photoshopping. But F A U X. That's perfect. That's yeah. that's great. I thought so. So how how have you guys been? It's been a minute. You know, been okay. Been been good. How are you, Joel? I've been very well. I've been out of town. Where have you been? I went to NYC. Okay, <laughs> you ruined it. You ruined his probably no, his punchline. I, I wasn't going to say that, but uh, I did. I was in New York City. Went for a little trip with some homies, and that was a blast. Yeah, I've been there a couple times before, and you know I've gone where I've like gone to shows and stuff. This time we I we really just went and looked at all the stupid sites and we did everything we possibly could which was great it was awesome what was like the the weirdest freaking thing that you saw because i've got some like new york city stories the weirdest thing we saw okay so i'll tell you mine while you think about yours okay go so ahead. last time i was in new york city it was about 10 o'clock at night on christmas day is when we went everything's closed <clears throat> right okay. and there's this homeless guy and we're lost there's this homeless guy sitting on the side of the road and we're like hey man can we get some directions and he's like yeah if you give me a shoe <laughs> a shoe a single shoe. So we had to, one of us, one shoe. one shoe. And uh, we gave a homeless man one shoe to get some directions to where we were going. <clears throat> oh my God. Fun fact, wrong directions. Well, so uh, that does not surprise me. Uh, did, did you give him the wrong shoe? Like, was he wanting a left and you gave him a right? I don't know. How did you have one shoe? No, we, we took, off, uh, one took shoe. off one shoe. So I don't understand why he didn't say, hey, can I have both shoes? He said, can I have one shoe? Hmm. Maybe it's like Bob's Burgers and he wanted a wine shoe. I was going to say, maybe he had like a small furry pet that he wanted to keep warm. Yeah, hey, there's a lot go. of different uses for one single <clears throat> shoe. If you have, yeah, exactly. You have a wine shoe, so you can like bang it across the wall, right? And you just do the Well, pump, pump, I mean, pump. in 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 Bob's Burgers, it was uh, it was a, a drag queen that um, had extra large pumps. Um, and and it turned out a wine bottle fit perfectly. 
in them. Oh, that's and, wonderful. And so they they had a single shoe and and the mom was trying to get rid of stuff and she ended up selling it as a wine shoe so, and then tried to start a business. So you start out the night with these really <laughs> beautiful red high heels, right? Uh-huh. And then it turns into glass slippers by the end of the night. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't get that because it's clear and it fills up with wine and it's red. <laughs> oh, now I get it. That's good. <laughs> did you uh, did you go see any shows? We did. I saw um, Once on This Island, which was really cool. I don't Ooh. know if any of you are familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Really cool music. And the show was really cool. It's It was in the round. It was, oh, that's a good way to do that. Yeah. It was the uh, same theater where they did Fun Home. It's called Circle and Square. And it's... Uh, Real, it's it's pretty intimate uh, for Broadway, from what I've seen anyway, because it was a smaller theater. But uh, so uh, it takes place on an island, and it was so cool because the entire stage was a beach. It was covered with sand, what? and then they had sandbags and water going out to the bomb. No way! It was awesome. I I, I was like, that's amazing. I've never seen anything like that. A couple cool things they did in the show. They there's a part where they grabbed a few pieces that were underneath the sand and just pulled them away and they like cleared this giant uh oriental rug and they did a little scene there then they roll up the rug and sweep the sand away and they do a dance it's just like it was some of the craziest super cool i love i love those kind of technical gimmicks i know because i'm a tech person i i was really into the tech of the show and they did there there were so many cool things the whole show is just great there was i want to say one really cool effect they did was there's a hurricane where the girl gets separated from her family for a tech person. This was watching. This was like, I don't know. It's crazy. The girl is floating on. They have like a car hood. Right. So the way they do the light, there's two or three guys holding up the hood and making it look like she's what? on waves. Oh, cool. And then the lights change and it's like she gets flipped underwater and they turn, turn to blue and they're like moving her arms and legs up and down. So it looks like she's floating. That I was like, is wonderful. that is so cool. It was, it was great. Oh, really awesome. cool show. And it ju- it opened the night before we saw it. It's been getting crazy reviews. We got, we got cheaper tickets cause we got them on TKTS and then they went up like two or three times while we were there. And, um, cause the reviews were so insane. We also saw the Rockettes Christmas show. The I Rockettes. saw that on your Snapchat. You were on stage with the Rockettes. Yeah, we got to go tour Radio City Music Hall. What? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Lucky. We have friends on the show. So, yeah. Oh, you've got some friends in high places. Oh, yeah. But it was pretty sweet to see all that tech. and like Again, I'm a tech person, so seeing all the, the fly system and how the curtain works and all, I was like, wow. Oh, they have this that. bus uh, piece on stage that moves and turns and stuff. Million dollar bus. It cost a million dollars to build this bus. What? And I'm, and it was really cool part of the show. So that's awesome. And, and it's, it sounds like it was it was actually part of the story too. Which that's that's the one time that I don't like stage gimmicks is when right. it doesn't make any sense with what's going on. Yep. Uh, so besides from besides from the shows, did you watch anything? Did you have time to see anything? Like television wise? Um, since I've been back, I watched a couple DVR things. I've watched a few Christmas movies, but we did watch last night, or it may have been the night we got back, uh, the Carol Burnett 50th anniversary, oh, awesome. which was great. It was a really well done special. I'm a huge Carol Burnett fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really disappointed, though, because Tim Conway was, they, they said he, all they said was he was under the weather because he's still alive, but he couldn't be there. And I was like, that's so oh, weird. But yeah. Vicki Lawrence was there. Carol Burnett was there. Um, Bob Mackey, who looks great. So do Carol and Vicky, but 
Um, and of course, Harvey Corbin's passed away. But um, they all, I was also surprised they didn't have Betty White. But I think I think she's kind of getting to where she doesn't go out as much either, too. Right. But, um, a lot of current comedians from SNL Studios and like people that we know. Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Bill Hader, a lot of people, uh, Maya Rudolph, and then, of course, some other people we know from decades before, Martin Short and Steve Martin were there just talking about and sharing memories, and Jim Carrey was there, and he was actually kind of normal. <laughs> How fun is that? It was great, though. It was totally a blast. I loved watching it. So, uh, Michael, so I'm going to go over mine really quick. Uh, I watched the Psych movie, which was really, really good. If the Psych you, Christmas movie. Psych Christmas movie. It's been two years since they had episodes of Psych, and now they're starting to release just like made-for-TV movies of Psych. Interesting. Uh, it's great. Uh, I It wasn't like amazing by any means. They kind of went away from the normal like detective side of psych and it was more of like an action story it had Zachary Levi in it which was really kind of fun he played a blonde British guy so that was interesting so okay. besides from that uh yeah I, I recommend that but the other thing that I watched um Michael go ahead <laughs> okay <laughs> well um per last week's six degrees I sat down with CJ and um, we watched <laughs> The Room, which... Oh, so good. My gosh. I I thought that Sharknado was a bad movie. <laughs> which oh, I watched with you guys, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, we that all, good. like, wore hipster glasses. And, yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was a good had, night. Uh, had uh, margaritas with caffeine in it. We got weird that night, Yeah, guys. we did. Oh, yeah. When we watched... I can't remember if it was Sharknado 1 or Sharknado 2 that we watched at your place. 1. It was, it was one. one. It was one. But you had me on the way over. You had me pick up a box of sangria, uh-huh. if you remember. And the reason I remember that, I just thought of this. I went to a bar this week called uh, Pocket Bar. They had a drink called Sharknado Sangria. Oh my god! And it had little sharks in it. It's on my Instagram. That's hilarious. That's great. <laughs> anyway, that's kind of oh, full circle. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, not to interrupt. Tell us no. about the room. What do you think? Uh oh, tell me. So so. I haven't seen bad. it yet, but I'm dying. It's so bad. It's uh, like I was <laughs> I was in stitches the entire time. The entire I mean, time. Like, my face hurt. From laughing, yeah, you and the person that we were watching with, I, I couldn't hear the movie over the two of you, just like like oh busting up laughing. The the dialogue, the the facial expressions, the the, the technical aspects. I mean, like, so the if, dude if, was having sex with her belly button. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let's 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 take it a step back. Uh, if you haven't watched The Room, this is a six million dollar movie that looks like it was shot for like five thousand dollars. Yeah. And um and the disaster artist that has now come out um is a move it's a film about the making of the room with James Franco playing the mm-hmm. The main dude. Okay, so can you help me understand this? Yes. Okay, so uh, the uh, best so I way know that very little about this. The, so the best me. way that I have heard it explained to me to tell people what this movie is about, it's like if aliens came down to Earth, okay, and you told them about the processes of making a romantic drama, <laughs> okay. and then the aliens made a drama about humans starring. A vampire. Yeah, he's a vampire. Absolutely. He's, he's definitely a vampire. I think Tommy Wiseau is an actual vampire. So the whole the whole the whole movie is a love triangle where his best friend is uh, and his 
future wife is uh <laughs> she's not cheating future they're wife. cheating on uh the main character like they're cheating they're fuck, fucking each other to cheat on the main character that's the whole premise of the movie what that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's Lisa, and she is she this is cost carrying six him million apart. dollars. Six million uh, yes. dollars. So, no. Michael, yeah, oh, no, it's my gosh, it's I don't insane. know how it costs six million dollars. They used the same rose in like. <laughs> Who made this thing? Him, the the guy. He made it, it with was his written, own money. Produced, directed, Tommy and starred. Was, Tommy was so oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So he used his own money. Nobody knows where his money came from <laughs> because he's a vampire. Because he's 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 got to be. Um, Good evening. Uh, pretty much. I'm gonna show you some clips after we're done yeah, here. We should should, should we just show him the honest trailer? Because that's no, a, no. Okay. You watch no, the movie okay. before you watch the honest now, trailer. Now, the James Franco thing. What is that? What is he in? What's the movie about him? It's about the, the making of that movie. But what's that called? The Disaster Artist. The Disaster Artist. Okay. Yeah. So, Michael, I want you because you've been talking about how bad this movie is. What are some good things about the room? Because <laughs> that's what we the, do here. The um. The mystery, because you can get of why to, it exists, of why it exists, but also you get to the end of the film and you, um, it doesn't, it doesn't answer all your questions. And your main question at the end of the film is, why the hell is it called the room? Yeah, it doesn't. That's the first thing. Like credits were rolling. Michael's like, why the fuck is it called the room? And I was like, yeah, yeah, why? Why is the room? <laughs> Apparently, it's called the room because that's the place that you feel the most safe in your house. Is what the writer says. The makes, room, yeah, the, the one room, room. yeah, the, the room. room. So that which makes no sense, and it doesn't play into the story at all, right? Okay. Anything I mean, else? Story. Um, the uh, <laughs> the. I mean, I I can't imagine that that this was not intentional the face that that guy made when he was getting a blowjob okay so (laughs) in the first i was so grateful for that in the first 20 minutes of this movie right there are four sex scenes four wow that last about five minutes each jeez (laughs) so it starts off like a softcore porn that's just how how this movie starts off with and, with some reused shots. Yeah, they use they reused some of the shots later on in some okay. of the sex scenes. But there's a <laughs> shot where this 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 couple, random couple, shows up and they're making out, and then she's about to give him a blowjob, and like they're like doing this weird like food fetish thing. So he's got like chocolate in his mouth. He's like chocolate is the most <laughs> sensual food. He puts a piece of chocolate in his mouth, and he makes like the stupid Andy Samberg I jizzed in my pants face. Just the <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> well, and it lasts there for like 20 seconds. I know. <laughs> I mean like you got to you got to admit for being a 6 million dollar film, they were really economical about reusing shots yeah. and and going along with shots. Too. Right. <laughs> I want to Will you can you tell our listeners where they can find this okay, film? You you have to you have to buy it. I mean, most major cities have showings of this every month. Like it is it is a thing. It's a it's a cultural phenomenon. It's it's incredible. I he is the Orson Welles of shitty ass movies, and it's it's brilliant. I cannot recommend this movie enough. Oh man, um, it, yeah, you will laugh your face off watching that film. But is it supposed to be funny? No, no, well, no oh no. He he now has kind of backtracked that. That's why where confused. he says that he he made it to be lighthearted and funny and stuff. No, originally when it came out, 
he meant this to be like a big drama. It was film. a passion project. It was, of it was his. yeah. Like, and that's, and I think that's what I think is a really good thing about this film is, and we're going to kind of go into something not so funny, kind of, uh, that he spent so much time in anguish and it, this movie really truly is kind of how he was feeling. And it's kind of obvious that he was like, he felt betrayed by the world and this and that. And I think the disaster artist is kind of like that. I mean, from seeing the trailers, yeah. it seems like that's the case, but like he made this movie that was so personal to him and it turned out to be a, a big steaming pile. Mm. And I mean, the like, only, the only person that I can think of to compare this to me? is like Rebecca black. <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, and, no, 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 but, no. but she, she didn't, she didn't actually like produce and direct and right. write that video, but she wanted but to be just a pop the, singer. Right. Exactly. And just that, just that factor of, of putting yourself out there and, and being laughed at by the entire world mm -hmm. has got to suck. Depends. I mean, they both probably made like a shit ton of money off of people laughing at them. And I think if you handle it well, and if you're the right kind of personality, which Rebecca black on multiple occasions made fun of herself for that. I sure. think they both take it well. I, I, I imagine it was a process for Rebecca black. I don't Being know if, young, yeah. if, uh, if time so is, is there yet. Right. I don't know. I, I, from every interview, cause I've been like, watching interviews and listening to podcasts with this dude like that's been like i'm so intrigued by this vampire man <laughs> he's oh my god does he talk like bella lugosi uh Could i'm gonna he, show you some stuff uh, it's me. no not, he, not he, that far he doesn't talk <laughs> very he, he his mouth barely moves when he talks yeah and he, he so he has like, like this, this like and, like and he keeps Talking like these, and, and his mouth barely moves. It's and a little bit a... too Hispanic, but yes. Yeah. Um, so he, it's definitely like an Eastern European accent, okay. right? That he has very like kind of kind of Swedish, like actual Swedish accent with like when you're speaking American. But he says that he's from New Orleans, like. He says he's from Louisiana. Like that, he's built this whole story about hmm. like where he's from. And it's obvious that he's just like, this is a giant facade that he's created. Like to say he, he said that when he made this movie that he was in his twenties. Yeah. 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 He's definitely not in his twenties. He's like maybe 40 something when he's like made this movie. Oh my gosh. So either that or he just ages differently. Maybe so, he's a Benjamin Button type. <clears throat> Now, is it possible he's just continuously playing a character? No, I th la, I think this is Tony different. Clifton or right. something along those lines. Right. Uh, no, I think this is different. I think this this is a man who wanted to make him big. Uh, he had he's a he's a white European with a lot of money who wanted to make it big in Hollywood. Uh, got kind of turned down by like theater and stuff like that, and didn't do well. So he decided to make his own thing and made his own thing, and it turned out to be a steaming pile of shit. I think that's just what it is. Hmm. So, well, I'll have to check that out. Oh, you, yes. Oh, it's, yes. It's so good. Talking about bad movies, are there any bad movies besides from The Room, besides from Sharknado, that you guys <laughs> watch, that you guys love to watch? Not so much. I have to be in a special mood to watch a bad movie intentionally. Most of the time, I'm always trying to seek out good films, and mm -hmm. so I try to avoid the really bad ones right um unless it goes past that threshold of being the room level where it's just a stitch mm -hmm. the one that comes to mind for me 
people claim this is a terrible movie, but it's actually great for me. And I know a lot of people that think it's great is Joe versus the volcano. I, that's a great movie. Everyone, and there's so many people that's, and I think it's the title that gets people. Yeah. No, there's it's... a movie called Joe versus the volcano. Well, that sounds like a crappy movie, but it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't think of any else. See, for me, like I'm, I'm obsessed with like stuff like Mystery Science Theater 2000, that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Um, but I mean, like that's not just watching it by itself. It's kind of its own, its own phenomenon at that point. Right where... now, I understand that. I have a lot of those old science fiction movies that I can watch over and over. Right. Or once, <laughs> that's good enough. Right. But I love those old crappy movies. But I don't know. Nothing comes to mind that's that I watch over and over and over. Right, but uh, I do love those old crappy science fiction movies. I could watch those all uh, every night. We got a special announcement, guys. We have a special Woo. announcement. Wait, are coming in hot? Who wants to? Who wants to <laughs> to, to say what what's going on uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks? <laughs> is that is that how we're going to announce it? I think so. Okay, I think that's a good way. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I. I'm super excited to announce, and we've been kind of uh, finishing up like some final touches on this whole project. We are going to be doing our first live show in about two weeks, which you know all of us are familiar with with live performance, so it should be okay. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, so we're going to be uh, we're kind of going to be uh, watching and reviewing the Christmas episode of Doctor Who live with an audience. Woo! So it's going to be great. It's going to be uh, October. Jesus. It's going to be December 28th. Um, and uh, the show is going to start at about 730. And uh, we're going to start doing the podcast at about 830 or 9, I believe. Uh, should we avoid spoilers or no? I mean, <gasps> no. no. We're not, so so you, I don't think we'd be if able you're gonna, to. If you're going to tune in live with us, make sure you actually watch the episode right. if you don't want spoilers. Yeah. And I, I think... We'll be doing we'll be doing a live stream with that, but we'll also be doing a podcast and releasing that the next week as well. So we'll have a live audience for you guys. Hopefully, it's going to be good. <laughs> That's what I'm kind of worried about. So I'm hoping that this podcast <laughs> can uh, stand the test of a live show. I think that's kind of the next step for us. Well, we have a special guest hopefully Ooh, coming. Yes, we can't yes. talk about it yet, but, but yeah, um, soon to be announced. Soon to soon to be announced. We know guest. we know who it is. Yes, but you can't know yet. But we can't really talk. <laughs> about it because it's not 100 percent yet so <coughs> yeah. let's just say if it's a special guest we could just like have oh this is this is jeff the janitor he's yeah, special you know, we he's could, a special guy we could, we could have right. a, an alter ego like puppet of of one of us you know um <laughs> so uh so that could work yeah. so <laughs> just to do a little bit of a backstory this is our seventh year doing our doctor really? who party wow. so we've been doing this for seven years we hold uh something random christmas party every single year michael and i and, uh, yeah, that's crazy. I'm going to have to watch several episodes to get caught up. <laughs> yeah, I'm so far behind. I'm like a season behind. Oh, are you? Yeah. See, I watched the first episode of the season with the new companion. With Bill? With Bill. Yeah. So She's cool. So, uh, Joel, how much uh, Doctor Who have you seen before? I don't watch Doctor Who. I've watched it in the 70s. Well, I watched... The, I didn't watch it in the 70s. <laughs> I watched... The, the episodes the from the 70s, yeah. 60s and 70s. My dad watched those. When I was growing up, he would watch those. They'd be on Channel 6. Right. They'd be on PBS. Right. And he watched them whenever he could. And I was interested in things that my dad did, so I started watching them. And then before I knew it, I was watching it by myself. Mm. 
And uh, I don't know. I mean, I know there's like these people that are so into it and they know every actor that's ever played him and the entire storyline of the 60,000 episodes or whatever there are. But um, uh, the one I watched the most was the guy with the huge striped scarf. Uh Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know his name, but those are the ones I watched the most with the cardboard sets and the Christmas lights. Oh, Oh, yeah. I think your opinion is going to be invaluable. I'm so so excited for you. I can't wait. To jump into... Peter Capaldi <laughs> right. and transitioning to the first female doctor ever. Yeah. You know, it, it's going to it's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a perfect I don't say like a perfect jump in point, but it's going to be good. I think you're I think it's going to be good. So it's going to be a comedy show. If you're in the Northern Colorado area, you're very welcome to join us. We on our something right on page, we have a Facebook event. Uh join that, come hang out with us and yeah. I'm super excited. We're going to have some Christmas fun. Yeah. I was going to say, I haven't watched it probably since high school. That was when I watched, would watch those old reruns. And I, well, not to. Do you know the, do you know the premise? Can you like, no, okay. I, I wouldn't be able what to do you, tell what you. What do you think Doctor Who is about? A doctor that goes through time. That's all okay. I know. In, in space. That's time all and I, space. Okay. I don't know. But not at the same time. <laughs> Sorry, that's a community. I reference. do not remember back back in back then. I I smoked a lot of pot, so you know it's I'm and I, I don't that, anymore. So maybe I'm I should smoke old, a big joint before the show. I don't I don't think so because I think no. that we're all just super like 420 blazing it. No, I'm not going to. I think that uh, that old Doctor Who it was easier to enjoy while high, and that's one of the benefits of the reboot is that it's it's got its own appeal See, with outside the reboot, of marijuana you have to be on crystal meth to enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> now okay uh the old one okay so tell me this is it a fluid story season to season or is every episode different oh it depends uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of a mixture of both it's it's definitely like like monster of the week style show you okay. know where they have singular episodes yeah but there's overarching stories that kind of stuff that, 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 that was that was the kind of way it had to be back then because i would never see two consecutive episodes together right. oh my gosh and i so. tried i really did i tried watching some like original 50s our episodes of of Doctor Who and it just it moves so freaking slowly. There was an entire episode where all they did were they were they were just trying to move through this cave to get to the Dalek's fortress. And, There's and a the, couple episodes. And the entire episode was just them figuring out how to <clears throat> spelunk essentially. That, that they're just like, "Okay, now grab that rock." Okay, yeah, you got it. <laughs> it's like happening that's great i'm not kidding there are a couple episodes like that that i mean just yeah. you saying that reminds me of like so, and so yeah it's gonna yeah. be a great time it's gonna be funny we're gonna kind of lean more into the the comedy aspect of our personalities and uh yeah we're, we make I, it a little... I don't have a comedy aspect <clears throat> i will probably be a little intoxicated <laughs> you don't have a comedy aspect <laughs> that's Michael... what i was just gonna say i'm not gonna smoke you but I, I will be having a cocktail or just... yes. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah if we're not like super drunk by the time we start the podcast something's going to be horribly wrong <laughs> so uh guys yes you have I a six degrees have a six degrees for you i would love to hate it this is this is kind of topical uh because we were just talking about the room so like you apply it on your skin uh, you, I hate you. i'm a massage therapist that's what topical means to me keep going okay so my six degrees for you is topical it has topics that we were talking about <laughs> earlier 
two topics ago. Okay. It's topical. Topical. Uh, yeah. Got it. So, so. <laughs> not tropical. Not tropical. Once on this island, we're going back to yep. that. I get it. I <laughs> get it's it. tropical. Uh, tropical topical. We're going to uh, have two actors, <laughs> brothers from the same mother, uh, Dave Franco to James Franco. Oh, no. I'm oh, going I'm to suck at this. So, yeah. but here's the thing. They were both in The Disaster Artist, so you can't use that movie. Okay. I might need to view a picture of Dave Franco. Yes, I'll, have to I'll, see him. I'll pull that up but, really uh, So I'll, I'll go over while he's pulling that up. The rules of six degrees of separation. How we play it is uh, you have to know the name of the actor. You have to know the name of the movie that they were in or TV show. Uh, you may use TV shows, not large ensemble cast things like SNL, 30 Rock, that sort of thing. You... Um, have to use an extra step if it's a guest artist on a TV show. Um, other than that, we just are going to put, what, five minutes on the clock? You know what? If you guys don't really know Dave Franco that much, I'm going to say five minutes. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. And uh, while we deliberate, here is a word from our sponsors. Word. Uh, all right, so we got five minutes <laughs> starting, starting now. Uh, here's a picture of Dave Franco, James Franco's little brother. Hey there, friends. This is your humble host, Charles, just checking in to see how things are going. You can call me Griswold with how many Christmas lights I just bought. Want to help me set them up and maybe try to blow a fuse or two? I am recording this at about 3 a.m. on Wednesday, just a few hours before the podcast is supposed to be out, so I'm going to try to keep it quick. The Corgi is definitely upset that I'm not snuggling in bed yet. I'm sorry that we have been a bit coy about projects that we've been working on lately. It's a bunch of stuff that I don't want to talk about until plans are a little bit more solidified. We will have loads of stuff to announce in the next few weeks, including a new podcast Joel and I have been working on. It's great. I'm sure you all will enjoy it. I'm just about through our long list of business projects, so I hopefully be back on the social medias within the next week or so. I missed you all so much. Didn't really miss Twitter, though. Anything... Exciting happened while I was away. <laughs> As always, if this is your first time around this neck of the woods, welcome. I made some cookies and eggnog for you. If you're returning, you know the freaking deal. You are a beautiful human being, and I appreciate every bone in your body. Have a fantastic week. If you don't come back by these parts before the end of the year, happy holidays, and I love you. Sometimes it can be hard keeping up to date with everything going on in the gaming industry. The Sometimes Geek Podcast is a quick and easy listen each week that covers all the major gaming news while giving the opinion of an everyday gamer. You can find it at sometimesgeek.com or on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever you normally grab your podcasts. And we are back. Yeah, yeah. We're, this is good. Give, give me a second here. Okay. okay. Toby McGuire, Reese Witherspoon, Pleasantville. Reese Witherspoon was in... No, she wasn't in... I was thinking she was in Drop Dead Gorgeous, but that was oh. Kirsten Dunst. Did, did they do a movie together? I, probably. Probably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you have one in mind? <laughs> not that I... Okay, so... What okay. was the big movie that we were not thinking of? Okay, so here's here's the way that I handled it. I went from Dave Franco mm -hmm. to Zach Braff and Scrubs. Okay. Zach Braff, so that's one. Uh, Zach Braff to Natalie Portman in uh, Garden State. Right. Right. Natalie Portman to James Franco in Your Highness, which is the the, the, oh, the fantasy crap, yeah. high movie that I they were in together. I didn't see that. I didn't realize they were in that together. Uh, right. The other way that I handled it is I went um, uh, kind of uh, a different way. I went Dave Franco. I still use Natalie Portman, but I just kind of went a little bit further around. Right. I used uh, Dave Franco to 
Daniel Radcliffe. Elijah Wood. Oh, Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood? Oh my gosh. Elijah okay. Wood. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> in Now You See Me Too, right? Daniel Radcliffe was in Swiss Army Man with Mary Kate Winstead, you know, Ramona Flowers, right? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but so so that that uh, that cancels out my Elijah Wood comment that a moment does, ago. That does. Elijah Wood. Oh wow, we were all over the map. There. So yeah. uh, and then I went from from her to uh, Chris Evans in Scott Pilgrim. Chris Evans to the Marvel Universe, probably Avengers with Natalie Portman to James Franco. And we went everywhere from Brittany Murphy to. Did you say probably the Avengers? Well, if you don't use the they Avengers, put you can... image of Natalie Portman in the Avengers yeah, movie. She's in it. <laughs> no, that does not count. Okay, but then she you, could just, you could just do that. you could just do uh, Chris Hemsworth and uh, her and Thor. So yeah, using yeah, an extra that, that would be six instead of five. Yeah, okay. she's in it. Her okay. face is in the no, movie. That, that does not count. It, it does not count if they show a picture to explain away an actor. We ha- we have to establish that rule because we've never discussed. Is I, that I no I cannot I, I would cannot say, abide that. I would say no. Because there's picture like if you think about uh, any movie where they hold a magazine, right? Which is maybe every movie. <laughs> You're okay. All yeah, right, I'm I, okay with that. I think you know. I think movies where people play themselves or a parody of themselves is totally fine. But right, yeah. but not that. So uh, my movie that I'm going to make you guys watch this week <clears throat> is The Room. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch it again. <laughs> it's going to be Why? great. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Charles. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch it again. It's going to be great. He says, why? You're tearing me apart. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I just don't know how I can get it. I'll, I'll, I have can it for you. you. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, we're good. I was going to say, if I can buy it on Xfinity Cable, you I can watch it that way. You can't? No. I've, I've looked every way to try to stream this movie. <clears throat> you can't do it. How do they want you to watch this thing? You buy it. Like you on DVD, it, yeah, or on, D- on DVD oh. or Blu-ray, okay. which um, is such a such a swerving into the skid move, you know, because it's, it's like, yeah, it's just saying, okay, well, people want to make fun of this, they're going to have to actually pay for it, though. Ha 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 ha. So I, I want to answer a question I never answered that you asked me this episode, and we moved on before I answered. I'm sorry, it. you asked me the weirdest thing I saw in New York City. Oh yeah, because yeah. then we moved on to the shoe. Yeah, okay, tell um, us. Because I've had some time to think about it. Um, there was a, okay. We rode the subway a lot. We took Lyft a lot, by the way, Lyft and Uber is so taking over the cab business. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I mean, I, yeah. I think good. Um, it depends. and it depends cab, drivers, cab drivers are not happy about it. Yeah. If you sure. ask cab drivers, they're not happy about it. But mm-hmm. anyway, we took a lot of Ubers, um, or Lyfts. I mean, anyway, uh, we rode the subway a lot and we didn't see that many too weird of people as you would think. There was one weird lady that came up to uh, Seth, my friend Kyle, and I, as they were sitting down and I was standing, that just kind of went, we're facing the wrong way. (laughs) And then as we continued our conversation, she just kept going. "Eh." (laughs) So that was her. But the the one that tops her is um, there was this man who could have been anywhere from 25 to 75 <laughs> um, who pretended to be on the phone every other five to 10 seconds, he would hold a phone up to his ear or, or plug his ear like he was on an earpiece, but there was nothing in his ear and he would just sit silently. And then he would go, yeah, I told you that the other day. I'm going to meet you over there. And we, 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 we kind of ignored it at first. And then, because he was just standing there. And then he sat <laughs> next to our friend Elisa. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. But what am I supposed to do? Like, right. ask him to move? 
or, or you know, or she could have gotten up or whatever. But um, the funniest or part, just call him and ask him to make <laughs> just give him a call. Um, part of his conversation with whoever he was speaking to was um, I, I don't know if I looked if I have a Jewish look about me, but he kept looking at me like he kept making these Jewish comments and looking at me or looking in my direction. I don't think I, I mean, I don't know if I, no, you in no, I mean, your last name is Chavez. Yeah. You but don't, he doesn't know what my last name is. Yeah. You don't but you, look, but I, I you know, so. whatever. And he, uh, started talking about Jewish people and Jews. And then, um, he was on the phone and he said, one time I saw two, like two, two Jews rip off each other's yarmulkes and start talking each other's dicks. And then he stopped for a few seconds. And then he was walking off the train and he said, that'd be a dead fucking Jew. <laughs> he looked right at me and I was like, okay, as he walked out the door. And I was like, that was kind of scary, but uh, okay. So probably that was yeah. the weirdest thing. Yeah. Oh my. How are, how are the uh, the <laughs> wax statues of people? Yes, I went to Madame Tussauds, which I had never been to a wax museum. And this was, oh, it was so cool. Seth I went with Seth and I I haven't uploaded any pictures, but I took dozens. They were, I put, I put some on Snapchat, but um, they're gone now, but I'm going to put them on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Um, there were some of them that looked really good. Some of them are really, really good. The Jimmy and Fallon some of one, them are really bad. The Jimmy Fallon one that you were sitting next to yeah. looked like he was a Simpsons character. He was so yellow. Well, that was also bad lighting because it was like they were lighting the show. Right. But it was weird. It was But bad. some of them were weird. Like Hillary Clinton's was really bad. Oh yeah. The Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton ones are just. Bill Clinton was not bad, but Hillary was not good, and uh, Michelle Obama was really good. So was Obama, and so was Jackie Onassis. The Anne Hathaway um, one, that was the first one I saw? Yeah. I was like, holy shit, he's hanging out with Anne Hathaway? Yeah, there's a Susan Sarandon one that it looks like, she, if you look at her just right, it looks like she's looking at you. So um, the Michael Strahan one was great. Morgan Freeman was great. Some of them were just very bizarre looking. Justin Timberlake wasn't as great. Um, and Lucy's was bad. <laughs> Hmm. And Marilyn Monroe. So I don't know. Some of them were really good. Some were bad. We also went to the Met, which was fun. I had never been there. You could go there every day for a month and never finish looking at everything. Nice. I also went to Ellis Island and Liberty Island and rode a ferry, a boat, you, this is the for first, the first time. I saw this post. I was so excited you for you. You had never been on a boat <laughs> Never been ever. on a boat before. Not even like a rowboat? Not even like a rowboat. Well... Or a canoe? Okay, I, I used to go rafting. Okay, okay. As, 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 it's, it's, it's a mini-mini it's boat. It's a vessel. It's a vessel I used to go rafting, the water. But I've never been on a big boat or a big ship or anything like that. So that was kind of fun. Because so rafting, cool. you're you're moving and you're constantly rocking. Yeah. I mean, constantly uh, moving and going down a river. The boat, when it, just the rocking thing, that was a new experience. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> um, Ellis Island was really fascinating. We also went up to the top of the Empire State Building, which was great. Nice. A couple of us had never done that, so we went and did that. and We had lots of fun. I also said we I could have gone there just to eat. Everything I ate there was so good, except mm-hmm. for cactus tacos. That was the one thing I didn't like. Seth agrees. <laughs> cactus tacos? I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. They are. I huh. don't recommend them. But, okay. But uh, everything else was fantastic. We had a blast. Awesome. Spent way too much money. So but lots of friends. Yay. So uh, I want to talk to you guys. Please. Because this is this is a highly debated topic in our society now. Mm-hmm. Should we be listening to Christmas music? Like, do are you okay with Christmas music? Do you like Christmas music? Oh yeah. Uh, hold on, let me turn down this Bing Crosby. I'm listening. To. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes. What and 
my question for you guys, we passed the date. What is the earliest that you can start listening to Christmas music? Oh, gosh. You know, I whatever makes you happy. Me personally, Sorry. I I just try to take it one day at a time. And so, yeah, traditionally, I wait until after Thanksgiving to start listening to Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's just a free for all at that point, right. you know, and I, I don't have anything against right. people who <clears throat> listen to it after halloween but. Uh, um, this year i listened to my first christmas song i i was painting a show late at night and uh, i just slipped a christmas song into the playlist just to see what she'd do in september oh that's funny and she goes this is my first christmas song of the year i'm so excited i'm like oh my god you like christmas music so do i and so i put a few <laughs> more in after that that's awesome. I, like so i could start in september i i mean i love christmas music i you know what for me i, I know to that's it year very round. early but i listen to christmas music well that's mostly because my iphone tends to randomize the music that's on it <laughs> and 90 okay? percent of the time it likes to say hmm, let's put on some bob dylan christmas <laughs> all right that's cool i mean yeah i <laughs> I support it, I suppose. I think the other thing is as performers, if we're in a show that mm. is Christmas themed, yeah. like you have to start rehearsals a couple months in advance. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you're already getting that constant exposure and it's it, it, it kind of feels like too much. I think it all helps that we're all self-employed. Right. So we're not forced by a business to listen to Christmas music on repeat. We can listen to what we want to listen to. That is true. So we can listen to Christmas music when we want to. Yeah. So, so I, I do have I do have a, a tender side for those who are in retail or whatever, where they are, where they have to listen to the Christmas music the mm-hmm. entire time they're at work, which, you know, could be up to eight hours. No. Those people I do have some sympathy for because... And it's like the same five songs on repeat. Oh, yeah. Which reminds me of kind of an anecdote of what I used to do to my uh, my employees when I was at U-Haul. Oh, gosh. So this is something that my dad did to me, and I did it to my employees. So when I worked for my dad um, a decade ago, about at this point, I uh, he he would play the theme song to Bonanza oh my gosh. on repeat... For twelve-hour shifts, it's Bonanza. Yeah, on repeat. So for twelve <laughs> hours at a time, that's what he would do, and that's that's what he felt like more comfortable listening to all day, which may like point to a little bit of my own psyche and how weird of a person I am. Like Wait. that's the kind of shit that happens in my life. It yeah. makes me think of the John Mulaney, um, "What's New Pussycat?" What's New Pussycat? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have to clarify. He played the theme song from Bonanza, which is maybe a minute and a half long. For 12 hours. Over nothing else. Nothing else. He may slip in like he liked the soundtrack to Austin Powers Goldmember for a while. He may slip in a couple of like maybe like the the, the weird It's a Hard Knock Life rap oh, that Mike okay. Myers did. I don't okay. know if you remember that. Mike Myers playing Lorne Michaels doing a rap over the Annie soundtrack. It's the worst thing. It's It's terrible. I don't know how to be. No crib on MTV. Is that the one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he would play Domino, that. Mother. Yeah. He would play. He would play that every once in a while too. I. But that's what he would do. So what I would do is I would play closing time on repeat from like 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Because the ending of closing time, the beginning, sounds a little similar. So it sounds like it's just it's it's just one long song. Yeah. Really so long it's like, song. Whoa! Somebody just played this song. Four times or two times, and it's a really long song. Yeah, 
I used to do that, that with 1979. Is that, is that the John Mulaney bit? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I used yeah. to do that with 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins because it kind of ended in began the same way. So Anyway, um, going back so, to Christmas yeah, music. Yeah, going back to Christmas music. So what are your go-to albums or playlists? I mean... The very best one for me... There's a, there's a, there's several songs that I love, but the very best album would be the Carpenter's Christmas album. That one's great. Oh, it's so beautiful. Merry Christmas, Darling. And then they have all the orchestration pieces as well so it's you know very a lot of classic stuff my number one song is have yourself a merry little christmas by judy garland oh that one's good yeah from meet me in st louis i i joke about it but honestly the bob dylan christmas album is really good which i've never heard it's you said that before and i was like i didn't know there was i'll play i'll play some for you once we're done it's it's really good it's it's he's got like a great choir behind him a great like full orchestra sometimes and it just has that like nice kind of country twang to it too it's it's perfect you know mine's a little odd as well but it's actually reliant k their christmas album snow baby let it rain dear yeah and that's their 2008 2007 yeah it was i found it such a beautiful album um especially their their medley right in the middle they did um Silent Night, bleeding right into Away in a Manger, right into an original song of theirs, um, and it was it was just seamless and lovely, um, and I like their take on the Twelve Days of Christmas and things like that. Okay, Pentatonix is also a good one. I do listen to theirs. It's fun. It's short. It's like four songs, uh, five six songs maybe. Yeah, I tried watching the special. It was bad. It was just, it was, it was not great. It's not good. And pentatonics are so fun to watch, and it was just so boring. I, I was surprised, especially because Jillian was like, "eh," because she usually eats that stuff up, right? Yeah, and she was like, "You can change it." I was I think, like, wow. "Thank you." I think uh, Postmodern <laughs> wow. Jukebox has one too, and mm-hmm. I, I like that one too. Oh, I need to check that out. <clears throat> so nobody I've noticed has said Mariah Carey. You know, I, I'm not kidding you. I was just about to say the people that hate. Especially All I Want for Christmas is You. There's so many people that hate that song. I could listen to it all day long. I love that song. It's a good song. I love it. It's just it's just one of the overplayed ones, you know? And I don't mind that because okay. I like it. All See, right. it's not overplayed for me because I choose my own damn music, so Fair I can enough. listen whenever I want. Well, yeah, it's 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 always playing on a radio somewhere or like if you go shopping at Sentara, it's, it's playing. It's, it's I on. do neither of those things. Okay. Um, there's another song I want to mention because there's a story with it. Oh, yes. You know that I don't know if you know what I'm going to talk about, but yes. you know the um, it's from the new Grinch. The Where Are You Christmas? I'm right behind. Oh okay. yeah, um, I'm right behind you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a response. Where are you, Christmas? Well, let me I'm right let me tell you the story. Let <laughs> okay, me tell you the okay. story. Um, Brandon Trammell, who some of us know, he played um, Sweeney Todd and Sweeney Todd at uh, Midtown, and he was in White Christmas and a handful of other shows. Uh, he and I were working at Midtown a couple of years ago and that song was playing. We were serving, we were serving dinner and that song was playing on the overhead and, uh, where are you Christmas? And Brandon's standing behind me and he goes, I'm right behind you. <laughs> He's My like, name is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And I laughed so freaking hard yeah. because I didn't expect it for one thing. Sure. And, um, you know, 
And then for the rest of service that night, anytime I would walk by him, he would go, my name is Christmas. <laughs> I love Brandon. And so now he's, that's a big, long joke with him and his girlfriend and me. That's his fantastic. Wife, they're married. His girlfriend. His, they're, his girlfriend wife. They are married. His future wife? No, his past wife. Wait, future past wife. <laughs> my current wife. We just, That's fresh on my mind because we just spent a lot of time together in New York. So, um, yeah. so I, yeah, he's so I, funny. He's I miss him. He, my favorite of his bits in Sweeney Todd, too, because he's, he's like such a bass, you know. Yeah, uh, singer, and that's that's what made that creepy. Um, but my favorite was when we were doing all the read-throughs of Sweeney Todd. It's um, <laughs> spoilers, but it's at the end when he realizes that he's killed his own wife, um, and and it's in, in the soundtrack, and and how he performed it as well. It's it's very you know passionate, like oh no, like yeah, holy crap, what did I do? Yeah, and and he would constantly when we were just going through rehearsals and run-throughs and just be like. Oh no! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> so great! All right, to I keep love thing, that guy. To keep things moving along, what is your least favorite Christmas song? Oop oop oop! Should I say it first? Go ahead. Michael Bublé's "Santa Baby." Oh yeah, that's on my list. Oh gosh, it's you know, I I would be fine if he could have been decisive about it. It's like if you want to play it gay and flirty, play it gay and flirty, right. but don't don't try to somehow toe the line. Uh, I would not be okay with it. It's a song for a girl. It's not okay for him saying. It's a song for a girl. It's just, I don't care. It's what if he was what if he was wearing the sexy little Santa skirt? Yeah, no. <laughs> and he was like Santa. Be See, that, Santa that's a buddy. Oh. Yeah, and, and he he kept um, going back and forth between shoot me buddy face, and baby. Please. And that was that was that was the frustrating part for me is in my pickling. <laughs> well, and I I um, I don't like Michael Bublé anyway. I just don't like the sound of his voice, and that on top of the bad choice of changing the lyrics to a classic Christmas song, in my opinion, yeah, made that made me hate that. Um, my one of my least favorite is there. There's two Beatles. John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I hate that. I hate it. Really? I hate that's it. The, that's what you choose? And I also hate, um, so this is Christmas. Really? I just, what? I just don't like them. I just what? Don't, I don't know if those are my it's number a, ones, but I... It's a preference thing, dude. Okay. It's preference. Okay. That, that's John Lennon's is not as bad as Paul McCartney's. Paul McCartney's, it's probably not my number one, but it's definitely my top five. I also hate any version of The Little Drummer Boy. I just hate The Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> Have you listened to the one with David Bowie singing it? Yes. Oh, man. What? That yeah. one actually isn't bad. Yeah, it's you... good. Because they, they do, they, uh, they wrote He's like a, yeah, they wrote, they wrote a harmony with it like while they were sitting there because they're like, oh, we're not going to be singing the same song together at the same time. Oh, yeah. man. I, I don't remember how my dad got a hold of this, but there's a recording of Porky Pig singing yes, Blue, Blue Christmas. Christmas. I okay, love that. So good. There's there's an there's two albums um that the the people who did Looney Tunes what they did. They did a Christmas album. They also did uh Looney Tunes sing the Beatles and it's the best shit on the planet. What? Yeah. Uh Daffy Duck's Yesterday is the funniest <clears throat> shit. I feel like I may have heard that at some point like but I need to listen He's again. like while he's singing the song, he's like avoiding like anvils falling on him, like trains <laughs> running him over and shit. Look for that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's classic. Uh, but Porky's Blue Christmas is pretty great. Yeah. Um unfortunately there's no recording of the one of the one that I know of without people cracking up in the background. Yeah, cuz I hear it's the like voice a radio of Daffy DJ. Duck 
laughing. Yeah, I think it's like a radio it. DJ or something that did. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. Do you have a number one least favorite? My, you know what? Oh, no, really. I would say probably like Santa Baby. Santa Baby. Just in general, I think that song is. <laughs> you know, okay. Um, Chimney is uh, code for. Baby, uh, <laughs> <laughs> baby, it's cold outside. It can be done really, really well. I really like the Joseph Gordon-Levitt Lady Gaga one. Yeah, that was really. I fun. just heard that last yeah. night for the first time. Yeah, that was really good. But I that song can get so fucking creepy so quick. It does. Oh yeah, um, and there's a YouTube one where there's this like tall, skinny, bald dude who's just <laughs> speaking the lyrics in such a creepy way. It's like no, 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 no. And no, I mean, no. like, there's there's so many people who talk about how creepy this song is already. Mm-hmm. It's just like one of those songs that I'm just like, mm, I'm good. I'm good. I'll skip. I just love the and, song. And, you know, that's, if it's done well, if it's done really well, I, I can like really enjoy it. I like the Zoe Deschanel Leon Redbone version. That was yeah. great. And I, I, I've enjoyed singing it in reverse sometimes. Where the girl um, sings the guy part? Yeah. yeah I, that was the it's kind of way Joseph Gordon and Lady yeah, Gaga did yeah, and that's, it, which is great. That gave me the idea, I guess. But uh, it's... That's that's a fun fun new spin on it. Right. But I will go back to what I said about, you know, Die Hard, about Rocky Four. Yeah. It's not actually a Christmas song. It's... A winter song. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't even have to be. But then a lot of these Christmas songs that we're talking about well, are like Little Drummer Boy wouldn't be considered a. No, it's about gifts yeah, that's true, to that's true. Jesus. That's true. That's <laughs> Let true. It snow, Let It Snow, Winter Wonderland. Yeah. Those, 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 those are, are, are Christmas songs. Those are winter songs. Totally. They're Christmas songs. I, I think, think the we only hear there, them around this time of year. Yeah, so I think we just holiday them. songs. They're Christmas songs. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, I, just, I just have a disconnect where I don't associate them with. Okay. With Christmas, with Christmas emotionally, yeah, because they don't talk about it. Okay, but okay. that's just me. I get, I get, I get you. I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. I'm picking it up. <laughs> I'm picking it up. So I like the famous Harry Connick Jr. song "Happy Elf," which was then <laughs> turned into a made-for-TV movie, which was then turned into a live stage musical. I think. That we should turn Michael Bublé's Santa Buddy into a full-fledged musical. Excellent. Yes, let's do this. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think that's 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 our goal for this week is to just like kill ourselves. Santa Buddy. I think you know it. It would be very simple. It it, it could it could actually be a drama in a way where the main character is. Both um, trying to get good gifts and also struggling with his sexuality. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. A a man who is sexually attracted to Santa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in, in a confusing way. Can't figure out. Um, what the motivation is if, if the motivation is just presence or if it's actually he's attracted to it. So I'm looking up the lyrics right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't remember what lyrics he so, okay. came up with for this one. So the second the second verse is Santa Buddy, a 65 convertible two, steel blue, I'll wait up for you, dude. <laughs> dude. What a nerd. God. Okay. I'll wait up what for a you, dork. dude. So, okay, so I think, I think we should, God. I think from what it seems like here, he's, Fucking he's wanting asshole. all this, I, I think it's not that he's like actually sexually attracted to Santa. He's trying to trick Santa into being sexually attracted to him yeah. so that he can get a well, bunch of shit. That's, that's kind that's, of like, that's the idea with the, the girl. Con. That's yeah. the idea with the girl. 
when it, when it's a, when it's a girl singing it. Yeah, it's the con- trying to con Santa into a bunch of gifts because sure, yeah, y- but using using her assets, using her so okay. Sexuality. I, I like I like what we're going with here. I think that he's seen this happen. Like some of his other friends are getting like like female friends are getting like great great gifts Give right me. because they they're they're like oh yeah santa santa loves me you know it's like like i flirt with him a little bit and he's like man i want to flirt with santa claus i want to get some <laughs> i want to get a 65 convertible uh, it sounds it sounds a little bit like uh oh gosh what was that movie with the, was it no it wasn't adam sandler was it adam sandler where i now pronounce you frank and some chuck and larry chuck and larry that's what it was yeah yeah where they're pretending to be a couple for tax purposes mm-hmm. and they have to like constantly prove even though they're like insanely like lumbar, lumbar sexual right. type. So is can it we... lumbar sexual or lumbar sexual? Both. Okay. And cool. neither. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, give me another line. Give me a line from the <laughs> song. Okay. Come and trim my Christmas tree with some decorations bought at Mercedes. Wait. So is the convertible a Mercedes? Is it the same gift? Uh, I don't know. But here's here's kind of what I want to do. He wants him to hang car parts on his tree, is what I gathered from that. <laughs> yeah. It, the, okay, so it's this guy. It's this guy who's like, Insane. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of, like, I want a car. I want, like, a nice old convertible. So he starts being slutty towards Santa, and that's the whole premise of the show. What, what if, what if he's not only trying to con a car for himself, but he's going to try to resell these things? Oh my god! So he's trying this to like flip a, like Santa a, gifts for profit. That's so good. I like this. Give me um, another line. Give me a um, line. We need more. Okay, here's a fun one. Santa, I, I want to change this to this next thing because it's not this lyric, but I'm going to change it just slightly just to make okay, it go even it. better. Santa daddy. Oh my god! <laughs> fill my stocking with Canucks ticks for kicks. So all yeah, all he what? is he is somebody who's just trying to get shit so he can flip it, scalp tickets, and sell Mercedes parts. Yeah. Oh my. So gosh. he says Santa Pally, I really want a yacht, oh, and God. that's really not a lot. I've been a sweetie all year. He's been a sweetie to Santa <laughs> Daddy. I can't talk about this anymore. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> this is Such a miserable. Mess. Oh man, like I the first time I listened to it, first and last time I listened to it, I knew this, but like listening to the lyrics read out loud again is just like oh my god. This pally. is the Santa Daddy. <laughs> Tell me. No, you yes, want another Daddy. lyric? Yeah. All right. Santa Daddy. Forgot to mention one little thing. Cha ching. No, I don't mean alone. Santa Daddy. So hurry down my chimney tonight. <laughs> what a nerd. Yeah, no, I changed it. It's hurry down the chimney. I just changed it to my chimney oh, okay. to make it sexual. But he actually it says is chimney is chimney code for uh butthole, butthole. then? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. he actually says, so hi down the chimney tonight. But yeah, he says he doesn't say hurry. He says hoy. So hi down the chimney. What a dork. <laughs> that, was, that was just such a To any of you listening choice. who like this song, I'm I'm sorry. But and you can't like complain about other, any other Christmas music. Other like versions that. of it are fine. It's just this version of this song is miserable. And we just made a movie about it. And it's the worst thing. Absolutely. Starring, no, a, a starring Michael Buble. Mu- a stage musical? Oh, or What? A stage musical? I or? think it should be like uh, made for TV. It should be next year's uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Or whatever they're doing right now, Christmas story. They're doing Christmas story. Christmas this year. story, yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah, it's just Michael Bublé on stage, just trying to get slutty for Santa. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and and we leave it at that because we can't we can't stomach anymore. <laughs> as one, as always, guys. Throw up. As, as always, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Have yourselves a wonderful week. My name is Charles Joseph Kelly, and my name is Michael C. Macbeth. Joel Adam Chavis, the the number one least fan of Michael Bublé. <laughs> Santa Daddy. My God. Joel Adam Chavez, the Santa Daddy. I'm going to call you Santa Daddy from here on out. Oh, can I play Santa? Sure. What do you, okay, what does Santa do in this situation? He throws Shoot up. him. <laughs> he, just, he just brings a shotgun and it's just like, boom, boom, right no, at the no, end no. of the oh, show. Not, I wouldn't shoot him. Come on, get into the sleigh. Get into the sleigh. I'll show you some stuff. Don't get too close to the edge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, guys, have yourselves a wonderful week. Bye. 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 Uh, Bye. Yeah, this is like-